Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Podcast for spiritual seekers and lurkers, the respectfully curious and the pursuers of their passion, hosted by Melanie Dawn, Jen Anderson, and Tanya Ryan. And so before we get started today, guys, I have a quick question for you because we always forget this part. So do you have any events or anything, any programs, any workshops, anything that's going on that you want to just throw out there that someone can, can sign up for, Melanie? Yeah, anything? I do. Yeah, I do right now. Um, starting in March, I'm going to be hosting my first 60 hour online yoga nature training. And it's like the thing that changed my life and everyone should do it. It's not just open to yoga teachers. It's open to all humans wanting to self-evaluate and self-explore and spiritually awaken. So that's okay. on my website. Tell us more, actually. You want to hear more. But I want to hear one more line at least. <laughs> <laughs> what um, is yoga nidra actually i'll just ask you questions yeah. because it, you know like three years ago i wouldn't have known what that was and even when i recommend it to clients now they're like i don't yoga and i'm like well it's not really <laughs> even the same as yoga <laughs> yeah um so yoga nidra and uh there are some people who are really sticky about the way you say nidra or nidra um Ooh. so you don't yeah yeah don't come into combat with those but uh so it's it's traditionally pronounced yoga nidra um and that means so yoga means union and nidra means sleep and what i've so it's a, a union um awakened sleep is what they have translated it as but to me i translate it in my mind as a union with altered states of consciousness so sleep is a different state of consciousness yes. than waking. So I think that that's like, for me, I'm like, that's where this was trying to go is like, it's accessing these um, higher states of consciousness that exist outside of the beta brain state. Mm. It's a meditative technique that you can use to train yourself to go into full meditation. So that one pointed focus or the blissful total union with uh, consciousness, but um, it's all guided. It's meant to, there's different, I'll go on forever. So stop me. But there's different lineages that um, focus more on. So there's one called IREST, and that's for people suffering from trauma or PTSD. If you were a sufferer of trauma, you wouldn't do my yoga nidras because they're actually meant to trigger um, acute reactions in this um, relaxed, still body because it repaints it more like a dream to the emotional body. So there's, um, in the lineage that I'm trained in, it's mostly going towards somewhat physical benefits, but mostly spiritual awakenings. And then there's other lineages that are mostly physical benefits, no spiritual awakenings. It's so cool. <laughs> Go to her website. Yeah. It's yeah, cool. It cool. Very do you, cool. Do you have anything, Jen? I, I have Master Inner Wealth, which is like a six-week study it's essentially about manifesting, but a lot of people get really weirded out by that word. And it's it the steps. Start. Sorry. It's an ongoing. So I had it on special for December. And then I had the download while I was away of like, it's just staying at that price. It's not like it used to be a thousand dollars. And now I'm like, no, it's just staying at the five hundred dollars. So whatever I get the download to change. It. <laughs> I love how we, we have business meetings with the universe. <laughs> yeah, right? Those are the best. Mine usually yeah. happen in the mountains and I hadn't been there for a while. So it was very beneficial. Uh, but it's just a self-study program. So you can go on my website and sign up for it anytime. And then you, there's instructions in there and how you go about it. But 
yeah that's that's what i have right now manifesting cool. 101 essentially very cool tanya what do you my, got mine is the thing i'm excited about right now is my tarot course i've got a tarot course coming up it's four weeks um one like one morning every four weeks and it starts january 31st and you can go on my website and and tanyaryan.ca and sign up or okay. even just email me and ask questions about it but i'm very excited because i actually have like a, a group of people already and so i think i have 12 or 15 people signed up already awesome. so i'm really so excited cool. so anyways if anyone else wants to join that would be just just dandy because the You'll more be in fine company yeah that's mm-hmm. awesome good for you tanya oh thanks love it thanks and and you also have moon ritual candles oh and i also have moon <laughs> thanks <Jen. Right. laughs> I saw that. Yeah, those are those are new. So I kind of wanted to make something that was really uh like had everything you needed or especially like for people and actually this actually sort of blends with our theme for our podcast today. Uh but, but it's basically for someone who's just I wanted to make it really accessible for someone who's newer or um it doesn't have to be a new person, but it's basically a ritual in a kit. And so it's the instructions on how to do the ritual and everything you'd need for the ritual all in one little kit. So those are on my site right now too. Be patient with me. I'm trying to set up an online shop. So right now That's it's super very cool. unform or informal, but, um, so call them baby witches or baby witches. <laughs> yes, baby witches. It's, it's for all those it. baby witches out there. Um, but this it podcast is, it, is actually dedicated to the baby witches. Out <laughs> yes, <there>. really. <laughs> The baby spiritualists, the baby witches, all the peoples. Um, But yeah, that's actually, that is a good segue into what we're talking about. So we got, and we're so excited because we we really like feedback and we like comments. And so anytime we get them from you guys, we really appreciate it. So whether you send them to us individually or or, uh, to our email, um, but Melanie got this one, she got a message and it was just an idea for a podcast and it's a brilliant idea. And Tell me if I paraphrase this correctly, Melanie. Um, but basically from what I read was it's just someone who just started to explore spirituality and then in doing so started to become more, I guess, I don't know, enlightened or woke, if you will, <laughs> to <laughs> the different aspects of, of life and themselves. And it started to maybe feel a little isolating from what life was. So you're going basically through this almost spiritual transition of you're maybe not aligning with the people or with the um, environment that you once were because you are now realizing all of these things. So you're in this weird in-between space because you haven't yet found your new network of people that do align with you. So how to mitigate some of the feelings or loneliness or kind of stuff I guess that comes up in that space did I do did I do okay do you want to add no you nailed it I think you nailed it and um so I was thinking about what happened for me when I started to shift so that was in oh man it was isolating (laughs) um in 2011 I was still married to a partner who did not want me to share my gifts and didn't want me to talk to our friends about what I was feeling or how weird I was. And it just felt like you got pushed to the very back of a closet and all of the things that were aligning and calling from your soul weren't allowed. And so I I feel like I went into a little bit of a depression because I did let that happen. I did reject that aspect of myself. 
I thought about it all the time. The, the trigger for me was, I knew I had this gift since grade one, but I went and saw this lady, Susie Bailey. She's a psychic medium in Okotoks. And she told me that I was a penguin. I was able to um, move underwater fluidly and then through earth uh, on land fluidly and that I would be really good at this work. And I came home and she was going to give me a book and I came home and I told my husband and he was like, Ooh, um, you're not really going to do that. Are you like, are you going to tell our friends? And so I never ever called Susie back. I never got the book. I just went on my depressed unmarried way and then when we separated I all of a sudden felt like I didn't have to feel ashamed about who I was I could show up as who I was I didn't worry like going back when I was not aligning with who I was I had to control literally everything I think because I was in a depressed state so everything was scary to me I was controlling everything and then after my separation I let go it was like, I'm just arriving and, and this is it. But I, I think the isolation, as shitty as it is, it serves a purpose mm -hmm. to realign your compass. So you didn't know who you were. And now you have all of this isolating time to figure it out without anybody saying you need to be this or you need to be that. And so this isolation, I think, is actually um, a gift. And I think I even told her, like, it's, I know it sounds like I'm saying, enjoy your shit sandwich, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> but really like at the end of it, there's like, there's a gift there for sure. Yes, I yeah. totally agree. Um, I just have to say this so that it'll leave. Have you guys watched Soul? Yes. No. On Disney? <laughs> we watched it Christmas oh. Day because it came Is out. Is it new? I've never even thought, yes. I don't look on TV. <laughs> It will okay. blow your mind. It is. I am so proud of Disney <laughs> for what they did with that. But like the first 10 minutes of the movie, probably I was just like, what? What? <laughs> what? And it was just mind blowing because he is alone and floating through. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just a really beautiful representation of it, I believe. I feel that uh, explains it for people that aren't at that deep awareness yet because I think there is so much uncomfortableness that happens of like do I know things am I just making shit up do I, <laughs> what is going on and there's this like time where you're like oh yeah no I like I know things or I feel differently or I have these different awarenesses but it's it is a lonely time because it is I think it's the unbecoming of us at its greatest and letting go of relationships, not even fully necessarily, but they're just morphing into different styles of relationships. I'm still friends with a lot of people I was with five, 10 years ago, but the conversations are very different. And so I think there is that time to be isolated and really get to know who we are. Cause I don't think we take the time to do that as a, mm -hmm whole of society a lot of us don't really know who we are i love that you both are saying this because i remember so because melanie brought this this text to us um or message rather and um i i you know sat with it and i was thinking about it and uh you know of course the first inclination is to be like it's okay we ha we have places you can go there's some spiritual communities online like i go into problem solving mode like immediately and then i was I thinking about too. it 
And I was like, no, that, that is like, I think that is a uh, very necessary part of the process. And so I love that you guys are saying that because that's, I, I feel the same way. And it is like a little bit of like the enjoy your shit sandwich thing. Because um, you don't want to leave someone hanging. And if they're, you know, they're reaching out, of course, like we are going to offer tangible resources for you. And I can give you some of my own examples. Exactly. But um, I, I think that that's part of the shadow work, so to speak, is that that's kind of like your first, your first dealing with going into something. Cause I think that through your, like, if you choose to continue on a spiritual um, adventure or exploration, you're going to constantly um, you're going to be constantly going through that little dip. So, it, cause it's, it's going to be, it's, it's a, it's a phase of transformation. And so um, if you continue spiritually forward, uh, you're going to notice that you go through these the, uh, cycles almost or seasons and, um, and this is a natural part of them. And then I think what happens eventually is you get a little bit more comfortable with going into that dark space. Um, but I don't think that it ever goes away. It just becomes mm. a little bit more mundane, so to speak, or, uh, and that said, sometimes people go, back into the shadow work and it's a new totally different level and it's darker and creepier and um yeah anyways all the sorts of fun things await you <laughs> but i i don't think there's ever <laughs> like a stopping point where we stop um maybe outgrowing certain relationships or certain people or certain places or certain things um i think that it's kind of that iceberg analogy is that maybe, you know, you see the top of the iceberg is like, Ooh, spirituality, that looks cool. And then you realize that there's all these, like these depths and this, there's so much to it. And, you know, we can't get through it in one or two years. And so here we are for this lifetime, just kind of going through and <laughs> getting to dig into all the crap. And there's also this phenomenon, sorry, I, I will stop trailing on here, but um, there's this phenomenon and it has a name and I'm so sorry, I, I don't know it. It's, I think it's actually something syndrome, like it's an actual, it's a thing. Um, but the, uh, someone brought it up to me in music and I was playing bass and I thought I was getting better, but then I just felt like I was getting worse. And they, that's what this person said. Oh, the, oh, that's blah, blah, blah syndrome. And it's basically, you start to know more and then you start to see what you can't do. Um, so you actually become so aware. So you, you basically do, you increase your knowledge, you increase your, like you basically you're getting so much better at your craft that you see how much worse you, you are <laughs> at it because there's all this possibility. And, um, I think that happens in spirituality too, is that the more aware you become, the more garbage you're going to see. So you'll feel like you're moving backwards at times. I call it like the popping the Pringles can, you know, remember the commercials of like, once you pop, you just can't stop. And I remember <laughs> being in like the middle of it being like, when's the end? Like, I need the bottom of the can to come because I can't deal with any more of this shit. I don't know what it all is. But it, there's also, I think when we, like you talking about those cycles that we go through, once we've been through a cycle and we've had the light and the really good at the end of it, when we go back into the dark at some point, it doesn't feel as dark to me. It doesn't I know I have so much more love for myself in the situation because I know that it's going to shift things. I know there's going to be a point where I'm like, oh, yes, I see now. Yes. Okay. 
I, it makes me think of the Karate Kid and like, yes, Grasshopper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is what you're going into this deep, dark space for. And it's just the part of evolving for us. Like, I think some of the people that get really stuck in that dark space aren't actually ready to evolve. Maybe they're not ready to move through that. They haven't learned the lessons that they were meant to learn in that process, whatever that looks like for that. It's a little bit hard without exact circumstance, I think. But like last month, I went through a similar stage again, but I was like, okay, what, what is this about? Where are we going from here? Because I'm feeling very lonely and isolated, which is also part of what's going on in the world right now, possibly. But as we level up consciously, subconsciously, that is when we are going to go through those processes again. And so it's just like, yeah, okay, here we are. I'm going to level up. So I need to get to this dark space again so that I can unpack a little more. Shine how, many the- t- <laughs> how many times do you think you had to go to that space and be called to that space before you realized, oh, something good comes out of this on the other side? It was definitely not my first time. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Like, you know, I could probably, like, so my journey's been since 2011, like, actively exploring the energetic side. But um, I could probably say with confidence that I did not realize that every time I have to go into the shadow that something good was coming out of it. Every time I'm like, everyone hates me. No one likes me. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you know, like all of a sudden you, you go from having 20 friends to having zero and not like, it, it's the universe. It's the universe in action. Because when you go into the spiritual plane, you're moving from like the lower end chakras or the lower chakras, which are very human. And what humans like to do is to point outward. And when you go into the spirituality, into the higher chakras, it's all coming back in. So looking inward. And even when you are first, like I remember Tanya struggling, worrying about judgment and myself worrying about judgment. And I'm sure you did too, Jen. That judgment is self-judgment. It is is like totally um, imposed self-judgment. Because the moment you step into the shoes that you are meant to wear, you stop worrying about what other people think. And it's not even an issue. If they are judging you, you're not judging yourself. So it's not loud anymore. Yeah. That's like that it changes. I can it hear is. him. <laughs> I'm slow. Our co-host has awakened. <laughs> but I, I still caught, yeah, it's time, it's time for bed. Um, I still caught the part where the judgment part. And I would just like to be like, yes, amen. Um, Mm -hmm. because even though that I think factors on my radar now, it's so, so, so much less that it's, yeah, it's because you just aren't judging yourself. Yeah. Right. Like it's that it's our, our internal dialogue and I'm doing some huge things lately. So my internal dialogue is loud. And I noticed last night, it was like, Melanie, who do you think you are? You can't like change the world, like how you're planning. And that's, um, (laughs) and I caught it and it was just so quiet humming in the background. It was Uh like a fan for white noise. And then I was like, Oh, you again. And it was like, it was a big aha moment for me. I was just going to go to sleep with all that junk rolling around in my head. And then it was like, no, God damn it. I'm taking this back. Yeah. And I think that's so powerful. And I think 
sometimes people think that's not going to happen. Like once they've dealt with something that like, Oh God, oh, dealt no. with that. No, it continues to come. But just like you were saying with last night of you're like, Oh, there you are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So sneaky. Off. It was so yeah. quiet this time. <laughs> so, yeah, quiet. But, so quiet, but persistent. But it also Very. I think happens when we are leveling up to some degree. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Because sure. you're putting your heart out there. It's yeah. the most vulnerable thing that we can do. And I think a lot of people don't, realize that when you know like as an outsider looking at you Mel people online would be like oh look she's just doing another cool program and oh she's just put all these cool programs out there this year and she's on fire and she's amazing and yes Mm -hmm. you are but I also know that that is like the most vulnerable time and it's like you're so raw it's like don't don't touch me I think of it like when you lose the tooth and you put your tongue Mm -hmm. in when the nerve is still there because it's like oh I need to do extra self-love right now because this feels yeah. really scary and vulnerable right now to do this yeah we're supposed to do that is yeah how- and even working with mentorship clients and it's so like you know anytime you work with someone they teach you a lot about yourself as well you're not just you're not just coaching them they teach you a lot about you but I, I work with people and they get to that point where it's like they're producing content, they're putting stuff out there, they're making changes. And then it's like, oh, but this doesn't feel right for me. I think I'm going to have to pull back and go inward and evaluate it. And it's like, oh, hell no, you ain't. And so you're going to keep pushing because that's that I'm not worthy stepping up and coming to the forefront saying like, girl, you, you just started here. You don't know anything. Let the big dogs take over. And it's like, no, all of those people started in the same ring. And if yeah. you don't step in, you ain't logging hours and you're not getting anywhere. And the same goes with spirituality. The awkward conversations you have to have with your family around how weird you've just become. Like it's all, <laughs> it's all the same. And you just have to embrace it as like, these concepts are difficult for some people to absorb and they are gonna ask you questions. And if you're triggered already, by your lack of confidence around it, they're going to seem like an accusation. Mm -hmm. And so taking that step back and evaluating, is this real? Mm -hmm. I think uh, something that stood out for me too, is that I was having all of these imaginary judgmental conversations in my head that weren't actually happening. So hugely projecting. (laughs) And I think that that's like a reality too, is actually check in and go, are you being judged or are you just like, are you pre like kind of, yeah. like Externally that. or internally. Yeah. Internally, are you just always. projecting that judgment? You're like, I am changing. And, like the other thing too, is that we're so self aware, like, uh, and self-centered to be honest, right? Like we think about what we are doing, but no one else is thinking about us that hard. So probably about 30% of the judgment you think you're getting or all these things that you think are happening, probably about 30% are actually happening just because we're like, we're experiencing the journey personally and as ourselves. So we notice all these fine details and all these little things changing. Um, whereas someone else might, yeah, someone else might look at what Mel's doing just for instance, just cause we've already used you for an example anyways. And they're just going to see, wow, she's sure putting out more programs this year. Like that's what they're going to see. Meanwhile, Melanie's sitting there going, oh my gosh, like I'm doing this, 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 and I'm, I'm putting this on the line and I'm, I didn't even think I could do this like these, these, these ritual kits that I'm putting out when I clicked post on that, that was like my stomach flipped and jumped and it, you know, someone else is 
uh, consuming the post and being like, oh, this is a cool idea. But they're not sitting there thinking about how much vulnerability it took for me to put out there because that's my own experience. Mm-hmm. So that's your heart. Like that's yeah. your heart, right? Here, guys, I hope you accept my heart. And that's that can be, have you guys ever, we were just talking at the beginning about uh, Pixar movies. Have you guys ever seen The Croods? No, not in a it's long like, time if I ever okay. did. So it's like a family that lives inside a cave and Mr. Crude knows what's on the outside of the cave, but he wants to keep his family inside and, and inside the cave to keep them safe. safe. And he's like, if you go out there, you're going to die. If you go out there, all these bad things are going to happen. And then the girl ventured out one day and she saw how beautiful it was. And she was like, I'd rather die than go and spend my life inside yes. the cave. But Mr. Crude is our amygdala brain telling us, don't do the things that are you're passionate about. <laughs> don't do those things that are close to your heart because what if someone doesn't accept you after? What if you get rejected? So you can picture it like Mr. Crude every time you're going into that judgment zone as he's back there being like, you have to come in, stay inside the cave, don't go out. And the little girl is like, no, I'd rather risk it all than not have it. Yeah. And I think that's so beautiful. Like, good job again, Pixar, for like doing these deeper things. I'm so impressed with these cartoons lately. Uh, Animation, whatever the proper word is now for that. (laughs) But, you know, like we have these neural pathways that have been built that do tell us to not do those things that aren't safe. And so you've been probably running on that for, let's say, average 35 years that were for our clientele that are listening to this or people it ha- you it takes work to break out of that it's not a simple like oh okay I can just go out there and be unsafe and now I've done that once so now I'm good to go it has to be a continual process for us to rebuild that pathway right of feeling safe, knowing that we're safe, trusting that we're safe within ourselves. I think one piece I want to touch on with that Tanya was talking about, like the 30%, one exercise that I get clients to do a lot that I think is really beneficial for them when they're doing bigger decisions is making a list of what, what is the narrative playing through my head and then like starring or hurting or crossing off or making some sort of form however that works for you, of what is actually my belief here? Like, what is actually happening? And what is just the shit that's rolling through my head? What is, like, who has actually judged me? Because when I look back, nobody said a word to me, but I felt very judged. (laughs) And and it's it's hilarious, too, because the more you become spiritually awakened and your intuition awakens, you it's not it's the is it emotion or is it intuition and a lot of times your emotion is telling you well I know because I know (laughs) Mm -hmm. no you're knowing um if it comes from the gut is a lie it has to come from the heart space it has to come from uh, from a love space so the gunk is all down there in the gut and it's not your first reaction your first reaction is because Mr. Crude, when he takes over, the frontal cortex, which is like our logical decision-making, shuts down. And so Mr. Crude has a really loud voice when we go into that space and you have to take a moment for him to be quiet. And then it's like, what's my truth? What's Okay, my truth so that's here? my belief too. But if you get into human design, 
that's not true for everybody. I think it's probably true for the three of us. And I find that fascinating. I don't want to learn the ins and outs of human design. It is way too complex (laughs) for me. Full disclosure, I'm by no means an expert in any capacity with human design, but I do find it fascinating that there are, um, just depending what your authority is within human design, that decisions are different. Because I've always been like, no, heart-centered heart-centered always Mm. always 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 but that isn't the case for everybody and I found that really fascinating because it took me a long time to get there (laughs) I want to dispute that on so many different levels but I don't know about heart design Um, I just know about the energy centers and if you're getting it from your root it's not your truth it's not okay so human design does deal with chakras still so but it talks about how I'm totally butchering this. If anybody is an expert in human design listening to this, please don't <laughs> Just educate us. <laughs> we all have a stronger inner authority within each chakra. And so, you know, some people will be solar, some people will be sacral, some people will be rote, uh, root. And then whether it's open or closed, and then there's like hundreds of channels within human design. So it takes astrology, it takes chakras, it takes... Uh, wow. Well, I don't know what else. It takes like four or five different modalities and has put them all together. And it's actually really old. It's really fascinating. We should have somebody. Mm-hmm. I'll have somebody. I have like many. We should. Yeah, it. we should. We'll it's just like. come up a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know a gal too. Awesome. Yeah. So interesting. And I think that this goes like, like even this debate that we don't know anything of what we're talking about, but even this debate goes to say, you have to listen to yourself. At the end of the day, you have to be so self-aware, like, okay, yeah, I usually react to something like this. I've got to wait and come back to a more of a responsive place. Um, I wanted to offer, because are we, how are we doing for time there, Tanya? Well, we're well over at this point. Okay. So I wanted to offer a few of the um, things that consoled me during my time of isolation. And um, if you don't have a community, you can find your community in books. Uh, I own a ton of books and I have found so much solace inside of reading things that other people have gone through. Um, One of the books that I loved um, is called Light is the New Black by Rebecca Campbell. It's a beautiful book for um, people just awakening and trying to understand like what is this calling that won't shut up? (laughs) That's a, that's an awesome book there. And just finding, um, communities I'm I'm I like Instagram the best I find people are very open there you start messaging them they're going to message you back you can make really fast friends there I've already made a few and community groups Tanya and I both have one mine's called uh high vibe education and Tanya Uh, mine is the light fighters collective and we talk about all things I just want to quickly circle around because I know I'm dealing with like a noisy tiny person right now um but the the thing about the gut versus the heart versus whatever i'm gonna just go with um i like the digestion like i like to digest what you've said mel and i want to think that over um and i also want to add though that i do think like a little bit like what jen said i do think it comes it can come through differently for everybody um and mine's gonna go into fossil network um just they don't know what the fossil network does right now like the actual function of your fascia and so um there is uh, a hypothesis that it is um kind of like a nervous system and it's a communication device 
And so um, it's, it's, in, it's in through your whole body. So you might get a feeling in your big toe and that could be your intuition. Yeah. You might get a feeling in your left elbow and that could be your intuition. So I think I would kind of almost default to that phrase of yoga and going like, listen to your body. And mm -hmm. I think it's almost the act of getting to know the language of your body and how your intuition communicates with you. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I do like the concept of like, maybe not that initial, because I do think we as humans do react first. Mm -hmm. And so maybe it is just giving that pause and then seeing where it comes through. Um, yes. I actually don't Ooh. feel mine from my heart, like my intuitive stuff. So I, I like would, I will definitely take a minute to kind of check in with that, but I also know that I have had intuitive downloads. So, um, yeah, anyways, I, that, I just want to. Oh, we could just go on for hours. Yeah. Oh, I know this, this episode can be like two hours long. Probably. I do. I love, uh, you've talked about the fascial network before and I, I forgot all about it. And I love the idea of it being its own like beacon and its own honing device. I, it's, that's cool. It is cool. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a neat concept and maybe we'll have to do an episode on that. So here's yeah. what's going to happen. I'm going to go and put my tiny creature to bed. I'm going to leave it to you guys to wrap up. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Bye, Cashton. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, this was, so that was, um, Jen, how did you make it through these isolating times? Like, what do you lean into? Because I do believe that they are designed to be alone. And so I think that's why I, I find books first is it's, so, there's, a, there's growth that needs to happen here. Growth that needs to happen. But I went through mentorship. I worked with mentors hugely. So I did oh, read cool. a lot and mentorship is the only way that I got through at the rate that I got through. So it wasn't like, oh, I must get through this. This must be speedy. But they, to be able to have insight on what was happening to me. And yeah. what was going on was extremely powerful. Did I get that from books? Yes. Like Light is a New Black. Mm -hmm. Absolutely great read for anybody out there. Anybody, I think, that's mm -hmm. listening to this could really benefit from listening to that book or reading that book. But for myself, I, and I think maybe you did this with yoga. Mm -hmm. I think people that go through the yoga journey go through a similar process that I did just without the yoga journey of just working with mentors that were able to help me look inside myself and help me dig deeper inside myself, yeah. then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to do that completely on my own. I think we can only go to so many layers for our own selves that we need people in our lives that are like, well, actually maybe this is stemming from here or have you thought about it this way? Or, you know, it's that example of being so zoomed in again, when we're in mm -hmm. like darkest part of it, it feels like, yeah client last month that everybody around her is telling her that she's depressed and she needs more meds and la 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 wow. and she's making all these rash decisions and like you're not making rash decisions at all <laughs> you're tuning into your heart for once and the outside world hasn't caught up to you yet and you're talking to people around you about it that aren't at the same level of growth that you are and so I think it is really important to have those groups and those networks like your guys's Facebook groups but also the mentorship piece that people can help guide you you don't have to do this alone fully mm. even though you do do all the work alone do you know what I mean I, can you articulate yes, that I, better honestly <laughs> yes Jen yes like I can't even believe that 
because I, I guess I'm, I'm just going based on like my own personal experience. I did a long journey alone, but then working with the mentorship clients that I've been working with, I literally had pangs of jealousy. And I spoke to this uh, with them is like, I looked and I was like, how are they growing so fast? And I was like, cause they have you. And yeah. it, like you, you could point out when it's like Mr. Crude trying to hijack the plane. And that oh. was, I don't know how I didn't see that. I have that program. You have that program. <laughs> like, how did I not see that? But yeah, like, so you don't have to struggle and do it alone. But if you don't uh, want to connect outward, there are all of these other avenues that you can take. But working with a mentor is like, yes, it is just, I didn't have that experience myself, but I'm witnessing it in my clients. And it is like, it's life changing, mind blowing stuff. I'm so glad that you, that you are still on point and thinking about that stuff. There's one of your clients that like I've connected with on a friendship level on Instagram that I'm just like, yeah, who are you in the last two months? I know, (laughs) right? The internal work that she has done, the inner work that she has done that I do think that a lot of people kind of get stuck in that dark place when they don't seek out mentorship. And the one thing is stick in similar groups. I know some people have gone then like overboard of like, oh, I'm going to join all of these Facebook groups and all of these networking groups. This is kind of like your first heart check or gut check or brain check or toe check, whatever we want to call that today. Uh, Pick one or two that you really connect with and stick with Mm -hmm. those because there are a lot of different processes out there. There are a little a lot of different energies out there and yeah. it gets even more overwhelming. I think when we're doing all of those, pick a couple yeah. things. And, and you can, it, it can make you feel like, um, I go in those groups and I'm like, good, I don't know anything, <laughs> but then you'll go in yeah. these groups. They'll be like, my toenail polish chipped on my right toe. What does it mean? And I'm like, okay, exiting group now. (laughs) It's like, yeah. So you really have to just find one that's not going to waste your time and make you have those aha moments where people are asking the right questions, offering the right information and just, you know, you'll know when you're there. You do. And I love both of your groups because you guys both ask amazing questions but then you also yeah. bring the humor into it, which I think is important too. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. so dry and scary. Like yeah. I love when you guys post memes in your groups or <laughs> I'm like, yeah. did, did you see the golden retriever taking himself for a walk? He no. finally realized he's his own spirit guide. And I was like, <laughs> yes, my golden retriever used to do that too. You could make her carry her own leash. And it just made me laugh so hard. And I was like, this golden retriever knows this stuff. It is the be all end all of intelligence. You don't have yeah. to seek outward. You can carry your own leash and walk. Yes. Yourself. Beautiful. Okay. I'm going to close this out because okay. you know, Tanya to wrap us around. She is the one that ties us in. I even had somebody reach out and say that to me the other day. Tanya's so nice how she keeps you guys on point. And I was like, I know she's really good yeah. at that. <laughs> uh, uh, during podcasts and outside of podcasts. <laughs> All the time. I yeah. love her so much. She's amazing. So thank you guys so much for joining us on the episode of the Spiritual Boss Podcast. We so appreciate you listening. Please click the subscribe button if you are in iTunes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a positive review so that more people can find us. We welcome emails, input, comments, DMs, all of the things. And find us on Instagram at the Spiritual Boss Podcast or Melanie the Melanie Dawn. Uh, At the Melanie Dawn on Instagram at the Melanie Dawn 
at Tanya Ryan XO, at I am Jen Anderson, and many other places that you guys already know where we are. <laughs> Let's just be honest. We're easy. Love to you find. all so much. <laughs>